0: Hey, you're listening to Trendy Lobotomy. I'm Tori. I'm Christy. And we've got stories for you guys today. We do. I think stories. Christy's going to start off first.
1: Oh, I get to go first today. You get to I, go first. I went first last time. Okay, I can Didn't go first. I, I don't care. Or did you go first? No,
0: I, on the second one, I went first. Oh, I guess I have to go first. Because <laughs> I gave the sweet pizza to Wait, that was... The, <laughs> no, that was... I went first on the second episode. Okay. We recorded two last time, guys. That's why there's confusion. <laughs> there's and it was one night, so. All kinds of confusion. And it was my birthday, so it was. A, there was some wine, <laughs> so. A little bit. A little bit.
1: Not for Tori. No, there wasn't. Yeah, there was, but, yeah. So I'm going to talk about French Lick Springs Hotel today. There we go. Ugh, I'm going to take those off, though. Which Larry Bird
0: owns, right? I don't. God. Well, he did. I don't know. <laughs> yes,
1: you should turn your phone off. You said you were going to turn it off. I know. I forgot. My bad. Go. Okay. So, French Lick Springs Hotel. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The hotel was first built in 1845, and it attracted rich visitors to the mineral springs that are in French French Lick. Okay. And we kind of have to talk about this guy named Thomas Taggart because he was one of eventually one of the owners. Eventually, one of the owners. Yes. Okay. So, Taggart was born in Ireland in 1856. Right. He came to the US in 1861 at the age of five. Okay. Grew up in Xenia, Ohio. Then I, m- moved to Indiana as a teenager. I have okay. No- I'm, I'm, yeah, no idea.
0: He relocated to, look to at Indianapolis
1: okay. in 1877 and then married Eva Dora Bryant in 1878. That is a name. That is a name. And they eventually had six children. Okay. He was a Democrat. Democrats were a little different then. I know they were. (laughs) He was auditor of Marion County from 1886 to 1894, although this is post-Civil War, so it's probably Democrats. We're we're starting to. And then he was the mayor of Indianapolis from 1895 to 1901. Okay. He was instrumental in the formation of the city's park and boulevard system. Okay. And then he bought the hotel in 1901.
0: Okay, so he stopped being mayor and he was like, oh, mayor. "I'm going to do but something else." But he was still
1: involved in politics. Well, it's because he-, he was part of the DNC from 1900 to 1916, and he was the chairman from 1904 to 1908. Oh, he was appointed to the Senate in March 1916, but lost his seat that November in the election. He was the Democratic chairman of Indiana during Grover Cleveland's campaign in 1888, and he helped carry Marion County over Benjamin Harrison.
0: Oh,
1: so he threw the hometown boy over. Yeah. Uh, he also helped Cleveland carry Indiana in opposition to Harrison's bid for re-election. Okay. As far as the hotel is concerned, uh-huh. he made a few changes. He enlarged the East Wing He encouraged the Monon Railroad to lay a special spur of the railroad and they ran daily trains from Chicago to the right to the front entrance of the hotel. Wow. He
0: had some clout then. If he was able to run a railroad right in front of the hotel, be like, hey, why don't we just, we're going to put them right there. Why don't you just drop them right there? Yeah, drop them right there.
1: It's like riding the the Monon in Disney, or not the Monon, the the (laughs) Monorail monorail in Disney. Next up, <laughs> <laughs> the contemporary. Oh, he modernized and expanded the mineral springs. Right. And he yeah. also built Taggart Mansion that is now known as the Pete Dye Mansion. The Pete Dye Mansion? Pete Dye Mansion. Are you going to explain that? Going to, yes. Good. So the mansion was built in 1828
0: on Mount Air. Okay. There's,
1: I mean, they call it Mount Air. It's probably it's a, hill. a hill because it's Indiana.
0: Well, no, they you've got some hills down there, some actual like not like yeah central Indiana flatness, uh, yeah. but
1: <laughs> but still.
0: Y'all, Indiana is a pretty flat st- state. <laughs>
1: At least the top just, just top two thirds of saying. it. Saying. Uh the mansion was built as a replica of their Hyannisport Port summer home.
0: Oh wow. They it, were that kind of rich.
1: They were that kind of rich. And it was built for his son Tom Taggart Jr. and his family. Okay. It was completed in 1929, six months after Senior's death. All right. He's buried in. Wait for it. Crown, Crown Hill. Hill. Hey. <laughs> Everybody,
0: it's it's going to keep happening. I think, guys. <laughs> if you died in
1: Indiana, there's
0: a good chance. <laughs> if you died you're, and you're, you're there. in
1: Indiana, you're, you're yeah. probably there. So junior moved in with his two-year-old daughter and a nanny, and it featured all the amenities of the era. It also had a a widow's walk. Those are so cool. They are so cool. An underground tunnel and secret passageways that would go from like the hotel to the
0: oh, this doesn't like the carriage
1: house to the to the house. Uh, It was sold in 1953. Okay, but it went through the hands of several owners, and then in 2008. It was purchased by Bill Cook in a deal that included the Pete Dye golf course, which is why it's now called Pete Dye Mansion. Okay. Uh, (laughs) At that point when they bought it, Uh part of the deal was that Cook wouldn't tear down the home, but he would return it to his former glory. Uh Uh-huh. And so the family began to convert the mansion to the Pete Dye clubhouse. They filled in the secret tunnel-
0: uh, of course. So it no
1: longer connects the carriage house to the mansion.
0: So in other words, but it's still there in some sort of capacity, just not yes. connecting.
1: Yes. Okay. All right. So here are the stories. And some of these are about the inn. Okay. And I believe... And, and if you guys look
0: this up on, um, if you Google the hotel, it is flipping. Fucking
1: gorgeous. Yes, it is. It
0: is so pretty.
1: Yes, it is. So. Most of the stories are about the hotel. I don't think I see any stories. There are no stories about the actual mansion. At least I didn't write any of them.
0: That's okay. Taggart Uh Sr.
1: is rumored to hang out by the service elevator. Fair. He sometimes operates the elevator. (laughs) (laughs) Ghost stories going up. Uh huh. And he appears riding a horse- In the ballroom or down the halls.
0: Hey, get on with your bad self. I mean, if I'm gonna be dead and haunting someplace, I wanna do some fun shit like that. Seriously.
1: All I can think of is the headless hunt. Like Yeah, right. So there's a story that his daughter in law killed herself in the area between the president's and governor's suites. Hence, the reason senior the, and the nanny, junior and the nanny, and the two year old and the two year old and the nanny. Yikes! Um, and it's said that there's still blood on the floor under the carpet. Oh, of
0: course, there's a stain that time can't erase. And then erase. there's
1: the the regular hotel haunty kind of stuff: shadows, breezes, footsteps, disembodied gotcha. voices, and laughter phantom phone calls. Oh, Um, cool. There are also sounds related to parties that Taggart would throw, because apparently he would throw these big elaborate parties. And the smell of tobacco smoke. Of course. There's lots of activity reported on the sixth floor. Okay. Uh, And one of the phantom phone calls happened from a room that didn't have a phone connected.
0: Of course not. Where else would you get the phantom phone call from?
1: Yeah. And so there are... A few more stories. There okay. is the story of, the ma- of a man named Charlie Skaggs, who worked in the hotel in the late 60s and 70s. He was found dead at the bottom of the elevator shaft. Ooh, but how did he manage that? I don't know. They didn't say. Well, boo. Uh, <laughs> no, sorry, <laughs> but apparently he's Charlie the friendly ghost
0: because okay. they say
1: he's a friendly spirit who talks with the guests.
0: Oh, he just shoots a ship with yeah. all like. Don't be. <laughs> does, I'm. Okay. Right? <laughs> How would you not know, like, I mean, does he show up super solid? I don't know. Obviously, Or just like a Spectre just, hey, what's going on? You guys should check this out while you're here. Like-
1: See, that one, I wasn't like, yeah. Uh, there's also a story of a man who gambled at the casino across the street. Okay. He returned with his winnings, then was found dead at the bottom of the stairwell. His money was gone. Of course it was. So his spirit, uh, yeah, of course, is seen <laughs> looking for his money. Like wandering I, around looking I mean, for his money. I, I mean, I probably Good for him, too, yeah. yeah. Uh, there is a ghostly African-American bellhop who has shown up in photos of the bellhop stand, and I've seen the photos – it's pretty freaking creepy. Like see, it now could, I it could. Very, yeah, I know. We'll find it, but it, it, I need it, it. Could very well be doctored, but it is Still. pretty creepy. Cool. And of course, because it's a hotel, there are bride and groom stories. Well, of course, yes. So, story number one, huh? Groom killed new wife in a rage. <laughs> okay, trope. <laughs> right. Story number two: Groom jumped from the window and hanged himself, and then the bride committed suicide in the tub after finding him.
0: Okay, Romeo and Juliet much? I don't
1: know. Whichever happened. Uh Uh-huh. Or didn't happen. It said that a red stain appears in the tub where the bride died and reappears even when the tub has been replaced. Oh. Yeah. I don't know that I would want to be in that room. Well, I'm trying to think of the landscape down there. It's clay.
0: It's clay.
1: It's clay soil. Mm
0: -hmm. Guarantee the bedrock is limestone. Yeah. Stone tape.
1: But I doubt they're on, on well water, so that wouldn't turn it. Well, not
0: anymore. No. Because they were mineral springs there. Yeah. So stone tape could stand up. Yeah. And those sound like residuals. They don't sound like what you have like one interactive. Yeah. And everything else is residual. Yeah. So stone tapes might be well too
1: interactive because
0: the phone calls?
1: i the phone calls and then Tagger runs the elevator and That's true and, and talks with guests. Okay. So, so and Charlie a yeah. And Charlie, yeah.
0: Guys, the stone tape method, if you guys don't know what that <laughs> is, it basically that uh certain types of rocks hold basically it's like a I don't n most people don't use them anymore, but like a VCR tape. Or something like that, it basically the stone
1: itself it's like saving audio on your computer. There you go. Thank
0: you. <laughs> it basically the the stone itself and water can hold a um basically it echoes it back, yeah, so that's what stone tapes are. That's why if you hear me talking about that or Christy talking about that, that's what that is. The stone tape theory is basically the land remembers. Yep. So Sorry.
1: You're right. I, I digress. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's it. Right. Right. <laughs> that there was. So it wasn't a huge story but it was at least interesting and it's one of the most It's one of the most well-known hotels in Indiana and it they, is. they did restore it and reopen it. It's gorgeous. And it's they've f- like restored the entire mm-hmm. French Lick area.
0: That's where the um the elephant place is. It's uh-huh. right down by there.
1: Yeah. We should go
0: down there. Well, we have Not to, to the elephant place, but- No, no. Really well, we good. have to get pictures. Yeah, I know. So-
1: okay, I know. But I mean, we should, go, <laughs> we should like try to plan a weekend and go down there and stay and see. Okay. Maybe. 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 Okay. Okay. You
0: want me to tell you about our next one? Yes. Okay. So this was, I thought this was funny. I saw it briefly in the book, Weird Indiana. Shocking. I know. <laughs> Even though I shouldn't say that word, I sh- I apologize, y'all. In there, it was showing state parks, and one of the state parks it says Shades of Death State Park, and both Christy and I went, "What the fuck?" <laughs> because the technical name of the state park is Shade State Park, and it is the cousin, it is the lesser known, lesser traveled cousin of Turkey Run. Yes. No, it really was Shades of Death State Park. It that was its name. Its
1: actual name. Its
0: actual name, right? Oh, cool. Well, I don't. When it was a state park, yeah. No, it
1: but, was just
0: Shades because it, it. They got rid of it. And, well,
1: yeah. Because I mean, <laughs> Shades of Death. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds so, totally family friendly. Uh, well,
0: they, they actually. In I was reading several things, including blog dot newspapers dot library dot dot gov. They had a whole I think the name of the article is What's in a Name? And uh-huh. it's Shades of Death State Park. Now, they have a bunch of newspaper clippings mm-hmm. that are like, this group went to Shades of Death State Park for a picnic lunch. Like, no sh- or Shades of Death Park. So they have, like, newspaper clippings that have people doing all this stuff at Shades of Death. i <laughs> like, what the fuck? They got away from it. So, okay. And Shades State Park, as it's known of now, is in Montgomery Park in Fountain Counties. It looks like it's in one of the little corners. Yeah. Um. As we said before, it is the – or I said before, it's the cousin to Turkey Run State Park, which is the more well-known, and that's where, like, it's way more crowded than Shades ever was. Oh, yeah. Shades is a little bit smaller. But it has the same kind of landscape, which we said Indiana was flat. It at this place there are it's hilly, there are like ravines, there are gorges, there are cliffs, there are waterfalls, all but this stuff. It's also
1: closer to Illinois. Well, it's closer to Illinois, so it's closer to Yeah.
0: It's closer to to
1: like rivers and yeah. Yeah.
0: And it runs along the Sugar Creek. Yes. And the Sugar Creek, you can do lots of stuff like canoeing and there's camping. Not in the parks. We've canoed. There's tubing.
1: <laughs>
0: I've not gone tubing, but you can. It is 17 miles south of Crawfordsville, Indiana, off of State Road 47. There is an airstrip located in the park that used to you be able to land there with small planes and then take off, spend the day and then take off. It's closed. It's been closed since 2008. They don't say whether it'll be reopened, but it's pretty overgrown. But uh, yeah. <laughs> um there it's and then it, my that brain was the knows, can you,
1: I wonder if we can hike out there.
0: <laughs> I'm sure you can It's Roscoe Turner Airstrip.
1: Let's go play on the airstrip.
0: Yep. It has it has the Devil's Punch Bowl, which I swear it turkey, every every park every state park. If you bowl. have bowl. any sort of ravines or caverns or anything, you're gonna have a Devil's Punch Bowl. It does have the Silver Gate, which is a convex waterfall, which is unusual. It looks weird. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to explain it, guys. Look at pictures, but it's not. Instead of going under, it goes. It's out. Oh yeah. So. Yeah. Most waterfalls go over a cliff and there's room underneath them. This one there's no room. Yeah. Let's see. It's got Lover's Leap is another part of it. It's also home to Pine Hills, which is the first dedicated nature preserve in Indiana. Huh. It's part of the park. It has something called the Devil's Backbone in the Pine Hills. And it's a hundred foot high stone ledge, which is a trail. So that, yeah.
1: (laughs) Uh, Oh, I want to go
0: right. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, the Devil's Punchbowl, Prospect Point, and Inspiration Point. I've seen pictures of Inspiration Point. Lovers Leap looks over the waterfall. Makes sense. I was not able to find any good like we the like lovers jumped off there. There was no good stories about that. Uh, it was originally a pioneer area, mm-hmm. but it's shit to farm. <laughs> like, there's nothing to farm. You can't really. It's you can't really. There's really big hills. It's not like it. It would. It wasn't very good. It was too hard. But it was named for its. Maybe the pioneers associated it with death, since there was all the cliffs and yeah. you couldn't farm there. One of the reasons I say it's called Shades of Death is because the trees cast a shadow on the ground that makes it look like, or like the black forest. Okay, it could be a Native American name, or in-
1: like translated
0: from. Well, we they don't know because of the due to the canyons along the creek. Okay, uh, the Miami and the Shawnee lived there before the pioneers showed up. Before, yeah. And then they were like, yeah, fuck this shit. We can't handle these people and left. (laughs) (laughs) It's basically what it sounds like. There was a Potawatomi legend. Mm -hmm. So obviously the Potawatomi had to live there, maybe. Okay. I don't know. Uh, There was a pitched battle between them and the Miami in the 1770s. And 600 warriors on both sides died, Oy. seven Potawatomi survived the battle, and five Miami survived the battle. So that Whoa, could be part that, of that the- That could
1: be part of why it's called Right, yeah. but
0: there's no, they, they don't have any proof. There's They're no just like going, Yeah, no, 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 no. Okay. In 1836, I got a couple of these actually, and these are all some of the reasons why they think Shades of Death stuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, And this were – the ones where I'm going to get into, they they have newspaper articles about. Like, this is substantiated. Like, this isn't the, like, this could be the reason. (laughs) Right. Um, In 1936, Mm -hmm. a woman named Mrs. Rush killed her husband, Moses Rush, with an ax to the skull. He had apparently come home drunk and basically he said, I'm going to kill you. He fell asleep. She did it first. Now,
1: (laughs) she promptly... Did did, did they try marriage therapy first? Well, okay. So
0: here, I'm going to let you know. (laughs) She promptly went to her nearest neighbor, which was quite a while away, because they... And I need to look at this, but they... The uh, cabin was pretty remote. It was... Near Deer Mill Bridge, which is there, and it's close to the Pine Hills, so it's in the far side of the park. Park. Okay. They, uh, she went to her neighbor and was like, "Um, I just killed my husband with an (laughs) axe. They said, okay. So they went to Crawfordsville. She was the first woman tried for murder in Crawfordsville, Indiana. Wow. Yeah. Guess what? The judge and jury were very, very. They were like, you know what? They were sympathetic (laughs) because it looks like, it sounds like Moses was a uh, lovely piece of shit, and Eh. would get home hammered, and she was probably beaten. Oh, so
1: well, yeah. I mean, that's big for even back then, right? That the the judge and a jury and judge that were sympathetic to that. In Crawfordsville. Well,
0: and it sounds like everybody knew good old Moses. Yeah. And Moses probably was a very fucking unpleasant drunk, is what it sounds like too. So I think he pissed might off have, a lot of people. Exactly. He might have stepped on some toes and they're like, Oh so bad. Let me shed much- I can't find a no tears. <laughs> so much for an unbiased jury. Right. Uh she was acquitted. Awesome. Right? Which we like any but any woman who's been battered if they get off off after like defending themselves good yeah, for them good for them um she was acquitted they buried him up by the cabin and on a tree they said it they carved into it moses rush 1836 apparently years later so he
1: didn't even get like a whole whole gravestone nope nice they carved it on a tree
0: so <laughs> you know uh picnickers Years and years later, found the tree and a skull underneath it with a three-inch uh, deep cut, <laughs> which is where she buried the axe in the head of his.
1: Nice. Oh. So that's
0: one <laughs> of the stories, right? Yeah. Story number two was Milton Wineland brought a shotgun to his father's house. He was afraid he was going to lose his inheritance. Went and asked his mom, "Where, where's dad? She sat outside, and he went and shot his dead dad, or dad dead, and his cousin too. Uh, then took off to- and hid in shades and tall pines.
1: Uh, patricide. Uh,
0: yeah. Well, mom was not happy with it, and mom put out and, and a bounty on her son.
1: Cousin side. Right. Uh- <laughs> I don't know what else to say that. Like,
0: <laughs> I don't know either. But mom, like, was. <laughs> Put out a reward, like a thousand dollar reward.
1: Oh my gosh. Out
0: for this guy, that but they think he escaped to Canada. That was it. It was just like I don't even have a ton, like years here. on this one, so that one is like yeah, it's a little mm. bit fishy. <laughs> this is no shit. This is no joke. In 1903, fifteen f- freshmen from Wabash College. Oh, here we go. Entered the Wells Club and kidnapped a member of a rival sophomore class. Andrew Thorne They handcuffed him, blindfolded him and threw him in a carriage. They took him to a remote shack or farmhouse and basically chained him to the floor and then took turns watching out for him to make sure he didn't escape. Uh, they all fell asleep. He escaped, but he wandered around absolutely not prepared for the weather until he finally found a neighbor's place. Which – and if you've – if you look it up, it, this is not the place to be alone. No. Absolutely unprepared for the weather or anything. That's not a good idea uh, <laughs> at all.
1: Tori might know this firsthand.
0: I, I, I do. <laughs> Just saying. I've, I've done a lot of camping and hiking and – hunt or not hunting. hunting. Camping and hiking in this area <laughs> and have gotten to a lot of places that I probably shouldn't have been. In the dark. In the dark. It's not fun. Absolutely unprepared for the weather. Well, apparently he caught pneumonia and almost died. This was all in the paper.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: So that's another one of those, why the fuck did they do this? Like Because
1: they're college boys. So the it was probably a fraternity hazing thing,
0: there is it's what it sounds like it was. Um, it started off it was a resort with a 40room inn. Joseph Fritz in the 1930s purchased it and acquired more land to protect. Mm-hmm. And at which point it, he sold it in 47 to the protect the, or save the shades, and they gave it to Indiana, and it became the Indiana's 15th. State Park. State Park. hmm Okay. So they see, like, things moving along the trees. Mm-hmm. There's – sometimes they can hear phantom battles, like the Potomotomy legend. Oh, cool. Um, that's about it. There was something that said that their campsite – they've seen orbs, like, devil's backbone. You can hear something behind you, but you're in the middle of a fucking forest. <laughs> Just saying, especially in like, – there very well could be something behind could you. Be, yeah. It probably has four feet. And Just saying. And is more scared of you than yes, you are of it. Yes, exactly.
1: Yeah.
0: So that shades – I told you there wasn't very much to it.
1: Awesome. Awesome.
0: Where are we at time-wise?
1: Uh, Half hour? Half hour. Do we have – do you want to hear about Moody's Light? Go ahead and tell me about Moody's Light. Okay, so this is one of those, like – Little snippet stories, and we've we've found quite a few of those, and we're going to throw them in here and there where we can. Yep. Um, but this information comes from Obscuren legendfandomcom Legend dot Fandom dot com or Newsberg dot um, Interesting. So Moody's Light. This happens in Jasper County, Indiana, about uh-huh. fifteen minutes west of Francisville in Rensselaer. Indiana. Okay. The background is there. There are. The the big story is there was a farmer named Moody. He came home to find his fami- family mutilated and stabbed repeatedly.
0: Oh, fucking shit. That sucks.
1: Yeah. Uh, his family was a wife and two daughters. Okay. Moody became depressed and unhinged. The farm fell into disrepair, and a neighbor found Moody hanging from a tree. Ugh. Shortly after this, reports of a floating light in a field
0: started. Of course. Started.
1: Uh-huh. So here's the thing. Uh-huh. The light changes from yellow to blood red. Ooh. Wait for
0: it. Okay, I'm waiting.
1: Another legend is that the family home burned with the family trapped inside. Okay. According to a neighbor of the actual Moody family, her name is Anita Moore. Uh-huh. Granville, quote, Van Moody... Was the last of the line to live in the area. Uh Uh-huh. He never had a family. Uh Uh-huh. He quit farming in the 30s. And he died in Francisville. (laughs) (laughs) The property stood empty from the 1930s to the 1960s. Uh Uh-huh. And then a bunch of kids burned the house down. Okay. The legends started as early as the 1940s.
0: So there's nobody fucking there.
1: There's nobody there the light is actually traffic <laughs> from 49 there it is which is why the light changes from red. from yellow to, to red to red wow <laughs> headlights
0: and Break brake lights, lights. <laughs> all right well that makes so in other words another completely bullshit story and that is the
1: story of, of moody's light
0: moody's bullshit light <laughs>
1: wow that is a little blurb it is a little blurb and it was yeah that was fun that was one of those like the call was coming from inside the dog type stories
0: (laughs) the call was coming from inside the the
1: the the, dog yes not the dog
0: but yes (laughs) yes, you know what i'm talking about i know what you're talking about um If you have any of these stories or anything you want us to cover, research, whatever. From anywhere. Anywhere. It does not have to be Indiana. Just know that we will try. If there's something there, we'll find it. We're getting pretty good about looking through 8 billion websites and books. And And finding the I might have just ordered a bunch of shit (laughs) on Amazon. (laughs) One click ordering is not good for me because I get really fucking impulsive, folks. <laughs> Just saying, it's a button
1: pushing thing. Uh, but if you have those stories, you can send them to trendylobotomypodcast at gmail.com. You can find us
0: at, on Instagram at trendylobotomypod, uh, on Twitter at trendypod, which still cracks me up. We are on Facebook. Yes. Uh you can also you can hear us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. I'm pretty sure we're on Amazon now. I'm not sure. I don't know. I haven't looked. I haven't looked either. Um, please rate, like, and subscribe. Apparently in review. review. If you review us and rate us, it'll pop us up more in the charts, which means more people can find us. Yes. Which is awesome. Um and I think that covers everything. I that cover- yeah. Oh, I didn't screw up any of the social media this time.
1: Yeah! yeah! Tory. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you guys, it's been bad.
1: It has been bad. Um,
0: but, yeah. And we've got stickers.
1: We do. We just got stickers. They're, they're so cute. There
0: are trendy Lobotomy stickers. They are three by
1: three. They are... Uh, look at they're, how they're thick cute. they are. I know. I know. I felt it when I put it on my computer.
0: Okay. This one has a... That has a thing
1: on it. But, yeah. So we have stickers, and eventually we're going to try to get some of them up to sell online because making a podcast is not free. No. (laughs) And there is, yeah. And we would like to keep doing this. (laughs) Yes, please. We would. (laughs) So, yeah, we'll get information about that out um, probably on all social media when we get it. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: And we are probably going to do, if you want something else other than stickers, send us and have a story. Just let us know Yep. via email or any one of those social media things yes. that we mentioned. So if Absolutely. until then, thank you very much for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye. We are all the captains of our own brain floats.